Before we begin, please refer to the disclaimer and link in the podcast notes, and note that all opinions expressed in this podcast are intended for informational purposes only and should not be treated as investment or financial advice. Hello, my Collective Shift family. This is Leon. The Arbitrum token has officially launched, my friends. I wonder, did you get some Arbitrum tokens? This is going to be your guide to the Arbitrum token, uh, the drop itself. We'll have a look at a whole bunch of stuff. But before that, I want to tell you something. The Collective Shift team knew that the Arbitrum token was actually coming. You can see this right here. We gave Arbitrum four stars out of five. That means it was very likely for a token to actually be dropped. Let's have a look at what we said over at Collective Shift. Use the official bridge, transact on the blockchain, use hot protocol or other bridges off chain labs really announced arbitrum odyssey which was kind of a campaign to get you more involved into the arbitrum ecosystem and a whole bunch of us did actually go ahead and do that and ultimately we said you want to use arbitrum dapps because that's going to help you build your on-chain transactions build your on-chain credibility and guys if you did all of this you got yourself an arbitrum airdrop did you get a lot let us know. Second thing, Matt from the Collective Shift team, he's the head of research over there, head of research and content. He did actually put out a post saying that the biggest airdrop in 2023 is going to be the Arbitrum token. Over here, he gives us his key takeaways. This article is only two days old, so make sure you come to the Collective Shift platform and find out what he's going to say. He says, by the weekend, I expect Arb to be in the top 80 by market cap. And guys, Arbitrum as a token is doing way better than some of the other tokens in the top 100 at the moment. Some of them are just pure garbage. They don't deserve to be there. While Arbitrum, that is another question. In this video, what are we going to look at? We're going to look at the launch of the Arbitrum token in the middle of the night for myself at 1am. I ended up going to sleep because I couldn't claim it, right? The whole website was down. The whole blockchain was congested. It was very tough out there. After that, we're going to have a look at the tokenomics and the actual utility of the ARP token. So you got the airdrop. What are you going to use it for, right? That's the question. That's the big question in crypto currency at the moment. You can have a token, but what is it for? After that, I really want to have a look at some of these statistics for the Arbitrum token. How's it going? How's it trading? And what's the holders like? What's the rest of the ecosystem looking like at the moment? After that, I'm going to give you what I think, what Collective Shift thinks about the Arbitrum token, as well as the ecosystem itself. And lastly, other potential airdrops that might be interesting to you. So make sure you stay tuned, get ready, let's get started. And welcome back, my friends. This is the Arbitrum official website. It's arbitrum.foundation. This is where you need to go to start claiming your tokens if you haven't already claimed them, right? So let's have a look. So the claiming window has already been live. People have already started claiming, but guys, it was a SHIT show. I stayed up till 1 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time just to make sure I could get my Arbitrum airdrop and do what I had to do with them. And guys, I couldn't. I had to go to sleep wake up and come back. So let's have a look at the, uh, all you got to do is click the eligibility. And as you can see, I've already claimed them. You can see it did have the different criteria to allow you to uh, be eligible to actually claim. You had to have bridged to Arbitrum transactions over time. You had to do some frequencies of transactions uh, as well as some transaction volume. If you did some volume above 10,000, above 50,000 and above 250,000. So that really did help actually. So you can actually look at this criteria here that was given to us by Mazari. Um, this is accurate as of March 16, and it's it's over now anyway. Right, they're not going to change the the criteria after the airdrop has been given out. 
But you can see here, if you bridge funds into Arbitrum 1, if you did all of these different little things, right? All of these different little things, um, as well as on Arbitrum Nova, if you did some things on Arbitrum Nova, then hey, you might've gotten eligible. So if you, you had to actually get uh, um, more than three points because if you got less than three points, you wouldn't have been eligible for a, um, a an Arbitrum airdrop. You can see some people got three points, four points, five, and they also got 1,250 Arbitrum tokens, 1,750, all the way up to to 10,250, which was 12 or more points. So, and this is where all the points is coming from, of course. So as you can see, it was a very sought after um, um, airdrop in the Arbitrum ecosystem. Everyone knew it was coming. They just didn't know the date. And a lot of people were active on the blockchain because of this. Now, uh, if you are an airdrop farmer, you have to be cautious because they can know your address now, all right? They know uh, the people who moved over to ZK Sync as soon as the Arbitrum airdrop finished. They know how many other wallets you have, right? It's not perfect. They have a system in place and they started subtracting points from you, from your wallet, because you seem to be an airdrop farmer. Let's go back to the official website. After you have claimed, well, you don't have to, but you should go ahead and delegate some tokens to the um, um, uh, delegates in the Arbitrum ecosystem. These are people that come forward and say, hey, I really like the Arbitrum ecosystem. I have some great ideas for it. This is what we should do. And you go ahead and kind of um, tell the blockchain to say, I like that guy. He can use all of my votes. Not that I'm giving him my tokens, but he can use my votes to go ahead and vote for me. So that's what delegation basically means. Um, you can go and see most of them here. You can go, uh, I've already delegated to someone myself. So, and that's a secret. I'm not going to tell you. Um, yeah, so that's it. Make sure you go ahead and delegate. Let's have a look at what else we can talk about. So the actual process was very, very rough, my friends. As I said, 1 a.m. staying up all the time. So we had 42 million ARP tokens that were claimed in the first hour of the Arbitrum uh, token launch, which is, uh, I think, 10 hours ago so far. So 23,000 individual wallets claimed the airdrop, but this is only 3% of the eligible wallets. Why? Only 3% were able to claim, probably because um, the website was actually down. So this is what happened. We understand there's been difficulty connecting to the foundation website and claiming tokens. These issues are now resolved. We greatly appreciate everyone's patience throughout these times and exceptionally high traffic. The website went down, guys. The website went down. Look at this. This is what it looks like even for me. The server functionless rate was limited. Your connection is working correctly. Vercel is working correctly. So this is what people were really having ex the experience with, right? They were very unhappy. Everyone was in the Discord saying, oh, the website is down. They've rugged us. No, guys. This is an enormous amount of people that came to the website at the same time to try and claim their tokens and use the ethereum blockchain and as we see with the ethereum blockchain it didn't function quite well right it started breaking down started slowing down people couldn't do what they needed to on chain which made it very very unreliable and you can just tell if this is a bear market are we ready for a bull market uh, no, we're not. That's what I think anyway. So yeah, uh, one thing I did want to cover that the airdrop uh, farming scene is still there, right? You've got to be cautious out there. This is who you are up against, right? Let's have a watch of this video provided to us by Olympio uh, uh, Crypto. You can see this guy, he has multiple different wallets open on one computer and he has farmed this airdrop to no end. You can see he's got about 15 to 20 wallets open.
terrible. It's terrible, terrible. And you can see he has different balances in all of them. So that means they are actually different wallets. That's terrible. He's got six on one computer just going, waiting to be used. That, this is who you are up against. This is why I say you shouldn't waste too much time trying to find these airdrops. These are people who pay other people or have bots and services that run for them to try and collect as much tokens, as many tokens as they could. And as soon as they get all those tokens, they probably sell right on everyone else that's waiting to be a participant in this ecosystem. So this is, is this something that the airdrop ecosystem, the airdrop uh, kind of um, idea has to try and fix. There is a parasite in the airdrop ecosystem. Yeah, I, it just makes me quite upset, being honest. All right. Let's move on, my friends. Let's talk about the next topic, which is going to be the tokenomics and utility of the Arbitrum token, okay? So let's have a very quick look, brief, of the Arbitrum token distribution. Where did all those tokens go? So in total, there's going to be 10 billion Arbitrum tokens, right? And we can see the DAOs. These are the um, decentralized autonomous organizations like uh, the gaming DAOs or the DeFi DAOs or the um, extra... Uh, all the extra NFT DAOs, right, on Arbitrum, they're going to get 1.13%, which is quite a small amount of um, uh, tokens to be given away. The DAO treasury of the Arbitrum uh, team themselves and, and then the Arbitrum ecosystem, they're going to be getting a very large proportion of 42, nearly 43%. So that's actually very good. That means the DAO will be able to use these tokens to try and incentivize people coming onto Arbitrum and make it a whole lot better. On top of this, we have the team and advisors receiving 27%, which is nearly 2.7 billion Arbitrum tokens. The investors got 17.3%. And have a look at this. The user airdrop, the people that are getting their airdrops now is 1 billion, but they're 11.6%. So right now, it's actually fair to say that the users in the ecosystem, the people who have just gotten this airdrop, they have less of an allocation than the investors who previously invested in the Arbitrum ecosystem. So I don't know how I feel about that. I'm always apprehensive when I know that the investors have a larger supply of the even the circulating supply. Supply rather than the total supply of the token that's being released. For me, I just have uh, uh, jitters. I get nervous when they do this because it feels like they can just easily sell and exit their positions. Now, usually they do have a locking on top of these tokens, but still, that doesn't help that much. Like they can still do OTC trades. They can probably uh, create an IOU token on top of it. But yeah, just just a just a little bit of extra flavor there for you. All right, let's have a look at the actual utility of the governance token. Um, the best thing to do is to go to the Arbitrum DAO and look at the governance documents. This is where you're going to get a whole bunch of information. There's no point listening to someone else on YouTube like myself. Go to this document and read it yourself so you get to know what the Arbitrum token is all about. So Arbitrum is a protocol that makes Ethereum transactions faster and cheaper. Remember, Arbitrum is a layer two on top of the ethereum base layer so arbitrum is actually launched in uh, arbitrum one was launched in 2001 and right now they have two chains they have arbitrum one and they have arbitrum nova now they're actually creating something quite unique in that you will be able to create your own arbitrum chain and maybe later this is where people are starting to speculate you might need the arbitrum token to run that new chain as gas fees instead of using the ethereum uh, uh, gas that we use today so what is governance? This is governance is just basically where you everyone gets together and tries to make decisions to push forward the chain, the token, the ecosystem, and, and so forth and so, so on. Let's have a look at the differences between Ethereum and Arbitrum so far. So 
Arbitrum token is the native token of uh, the Arbitrum ecosystem, but it's not a gas token. So let's have a look. Both are decentralized blockchain technology, both are powered by them, both are owned by the cryptocurrency wallet that supports Ethereum, both can be owned by a cryptocurrency wallet that supports Ethereum, both can be bought, sold and traded on any secondary market because this is the free open market that we have in uh, Ethereum so far. Now, how ETH and Arbitrum are actually different, ETH is a transactional token. So you have to have Ethereum to pay for gas fees to use the network. Arbitrum, you don't have to do that. It is purely a governance token. So ETH is used to pay for transaction fees. Arb is not. Governance of Arbitrum is facilitated by Arb and governance smart contracts, while Ethereum governance is handled socially. Uh, holding ARB gives you the ability to govern Arbitrum while holding ETH doesn't impact your ability to govern ETH's protocol. How does the Ethereum governance system actually work? And I've got a few graphics here just to break it down. So, so far, there's going to be two big Arbitrum governance, uh, governance, go governance entities. The first one is going to be the Security Council. 12 members uh, elected by members of the Arbitrum DAO is responsible for the security on Arbitrum and performance through selective applications and maybe emergency actions if something needs to be done. And then you have the Arbitrum DAO. The Arbitrum DAO is the people that actually got this whole 42% right here. Okay, so let's go ahead and have a look some more. In the worldwide community of ARB token holders, the delegates they select. The DAO is responsible for governing Arbitrum and its Security Council. The DAO can use const constitutional proposals to modify the Security Council's powers or even to eliminate the Security Council entirely. Now, I don't think that's a good idea. I think it's great the way they've started to separate the security from the emergency people that can do actions very quickly. And then you have the DAO, which is like the millions of people that are on the ecosystem. The Security Council's powers are delegated to the Security Council by the DAO and are to be exercised in the best interest of the DAO. So what can you actually vote on? This is the underlying heading, my friends. One, the Arbitrum DAO can upgrade, uh, could uh, propose uh, upgrades to improve the system in some way, like increase its decentralization or optimize its performance or lower fees, etc. You can propose to fix a critical vulnerability in case there's a hack or an exploit or something else. And an upgrade could address a non-critical decision that affects Arbitrum ecosystems at large. So let's have a look very briefly at what this kind of looks like in a graph format. You have the Arbitrum DAO on the top. You have the Security Council on the bottom, the Arbitrum Foundation, the Arbitrum DAO itself. And then they have a smaller one that actually isn't in the documents. It's the Data Availability Committee. And this is where I'd like to find out more. We're not sure what the data availability is coming from. This is uh, from the Mazari platform. So thank you very much for Mazari for providing these uh, graphics for us. Let's have a look at the Security Council themselves, who are on it. I'm not sure on when these guys were actually voted into the Arbitrum Security Council, but this data is accurate as of March 16th. So let's have a look at some of the different uh, personalities that might be on the Arbitrum Ecosystem Security Council. We have Mo Dong. He's from Sila Network. We have Harry, who's from Offchain Labs. We have Diane from Dodo, Caleb from Etherscan, Ed from Offchain Labs and Layer Zero, which is Brian Pellegrino. I like Layer Zero Labs. They're doing some great stuff over there. And then in the March cohort, there's Mycelium, Patrick, Ethereum Foundation, Justin Drake, MakerDAO, Bartek, uh, Offchain Labs is Rachel, and from Pope is Patricia, as well as Ethereum Foundation as, as Yoav Wace. Now, these guys um, are heavy hitters in the Ethereum ecosystem, as well as the cryptocurrency uh, ecosystem in general, right? They have all these different companies that are major players, MakerDAO, Ethereum Foundation, Layer Zero, Offchain Labs, Etherscan. Everyone needs Etherscan to survive in Ethereum. If you don't have it, you don't know how to read the blockchain, right? 
So it's very, very important stuff. All right, let's leave it there. All right, let's take a look and look at some of the statistics to do with Arbitrum token, as well as a comparison between the Arbitrum token and the Optimism token. This is the distribution of the tokens itself, right? So the user airdrop, you can see the Optimism uh, Optimism community did actually get more airdrops or are in the process of getting more airdrops compared to Arbitrum. The core team uh, and the advisors Arbitrum did get more. For the investors, it's relatively the same, not much difference here. The ecosystem DAO, though, Optimism did end up getting a whole lot more. But you can see the Optimism token do something different with their airdrops for retroactive uh, public funding, right? So this is when um, so a group would come together and create a token or create a pro project, sorry, and people can come and donate using the Optimism token. And lastly, we have the Optimism DAO and Treasury and Ecosystem Fund. Optim uh, Arbitrum, of course, is uh, massively outpacing them in this sense. Let's have a look at some actual statistics, shall we? Let's have a look. So it's currently trading. The Arbitrum token is trading at $1.39, $1.40 currently. Uh, this is just the Mazari portal. Let's go ahead and see the markets that it's actually trading on and see where the volume is, my friends. We can see okay, OKX. The ARB USDT volume is really, really high at $244 million. That's crazy. That's a lot. That's the real volume that Masari is, um, is, uh, uh, discussing at the, is kind of showing us. Coinbase Exchange, the ARB USDC is a uh, USD actually volume is 18 million. Kraken's volume is 5 million. Kraken on the euro pair is nearly 2 million. Poloniex is very low. So as you can see, the majority of volume is actually on OKX. So it's very interesting to see that it's all skewed towards there rather than the American markets on Coinbase, Kraken, or Poloniex. Very, very interesting. Let's have a look at Dune Analytics and let's go through the rest of this crazy airdrop, guys. Let's have a look. So there's a 10 billion uh, initial supply. The total airdrop is 1.27 billion. Total airdrop allocation is 12.75. And we can see a total fully diluted value market cap of 13.73. And if we go ahead to CoinGecko, let's have a look at whereabouts it fits. This is the fully diluted value. Now remember the fully diluted value is the price time the current price times the maximum supply. Okay. Um, it's not the best of indicators, but it is still good to have a look. So let's Filter by FDV, and let's see where we sit. We said 13 million, did we not? 13.73 billion. Let's have a look. So it is actually above Ton. It's above Polygon. It's above Filecoin. It's above Solana, above Avalanche, above Aptos, above... Ah, so it's around OKB and below Cardano. And there we go. We see it right there. Arbitrum token as number 36, currently ranked in the top 100 of the crypto coin market cap. That's pretty impressive, to be honest. The token that's only one day old just shot up all the way to 37. What does that mean for all of the other tokens that are below 50, below 100? What do you think about that, my friends? Now, let's have a look at the pricing itself. Let's have a look at the number of unique ARB holders. You can see this is when the airdrop came and the, the amount of holders are actually increasing here. Let's have a look at some uh, Arbitrum users. Uh, total claimed of the all, all the uh, tokens that are yet to be claimed is uh, 68%. So it's actually a, a number, a large number is actually claimed so far. Beginning of the video, I said it was about 20%, but now that the website is working, everyone's got access, it's slowly climbing up over here. The airdrop current value is about $1.6 billion that they just airdropped onto everyone else, which is crazy. The uh, addresses that have claimed is 418 million, uh, 418,000 out of 625 million. 
Um, and let's go ahead and look at the distribution, shall we? This is a little graph that shows you the amount of wallets that have between zero to 1,250, and then going on from 1,250 to 1,750 and so forth and so on. So you can see the majority of holders, the majority of tokens are actually in the cohort of people who hold below 1,250, which is quite significant, right? You can see not many people as you go up here, more than 5,000 tokens itself, there's a whole sm much smaller amount of numbers, like only 6,000 people, where this is 270,000 people, which is very interesting to know, right? This is just the, the different distribution of the token. All right, my friends, let's move on to what Collective Shift thinks about this. So this is the post by Matt Williamson. I hope he doesn't mind, but I'm going to showcase this for a bit. This is what he thinks is going to happen to the token. Uh, this is before it was launched, and we can see if we can compare that to now. Severely overvalued in the opening minutes of trading. Guys, this was actually super accurate. It started trading at about $20, and then it went down to $15, then $10. Um, and this is when it was uh, cr crazy and chaotic, and people were able to sell this on the marketplace for that price. An extremely small number of holders will manage to sell at those prices. This is the typical the typical way that airdrops usually go. Prices crash in the preceding hours as airdrop claimants sell for whatever the going rate is. And the going rate is was currently around uh, $1.50, $1.70 last I remember when I went to bed at 1 a.m. After several more hours, every airdrop claimant who wanted to sell has sold. I think we are getting to that point now where it's nearly 70% of all the wallets that have gotten this airdrop have decided to do something with their tokens, either sell it or either delegate it, right? By now, the price has plummeted and the flurry of buy side demand sparks a strong rebound. Maybe that's where we are now. We are sitting at the $1.30, $1.40 range. So it is possible that we might see a slight increase from this point. The token's price finds a range to trade within. Volatility stays high uh, to other altcoins, but less so with each passing day. So it's currently at number 36 on the coin market cap top 100. But I think it's actually got a way more room to go from here. It's currently priced for $1.40. I think it's worth more than Cardano at this point. It's worth than the, it's worth more than 20 of them in the top 30. That's what I think, right? That's what I think, my friends. And lastly, I'm going to end it with telling you some of the other. Now, this is from a giant web page that we have. It's the airdrops and actions guide. We've got a whole bunch of airdrops we think are going to be happening in crypto at the moment. Um, either not right now, but later on down the line. And so I'm going to give you just four of them, my friends. So the first one is Lens Protocol. We really think Lens Protocol is going to be doing a token. Fractal, very low chance of this doing a token because they are an established company. They are actually a, I'll actually go through them, uh, build uh, a bundler and then DeFi Llama. DeFi Llama, let's start with there. They had a small issue at the moment where one of the person from their team wanted to release a token, but the rest of them didn't release a token. And so they started to split off, but then they came back together and said, no, it's okay. We won't release a token. Not yet anyway. So they are definitely thinking about a token. How can you participate? I think you should go and use their Llama Zip, which is their DEX aggregator. I've done a video on that. Make sure you go and check it out. So Bundler is a layer increasing Arweave's functionality. Participate in the quest. Uh, in the coming months, there'll be more Bundler quests coming. Uh, Fractal is a hub for Web3 games. It's actually like a marketplace as well. So you can play games on their marketplace as well as buy and sell NFTs. And of course, Lens profiles are, uh, Lens is coming out to be the decentralized social media messaging uh, kind of uh, um, website where you can talk with other people and you do have to have a, uh, a profile and you have to go and mint a profile to be on there but I think they will be releasing a token later on down the line my friend so that's just four there are actually heaps of others we think will be airdropping tokens 
in the near future. So make sure you do stay tuned to the Collective Shift website and the Collective Shift YouTube channel. All right, my friends, that brings us to a close to the Arbitrum Ecosystem Token Guide. Let's have a look at what we've covered in this video, shall we? We had a look at the launch of the Arbitrum token itself. It was very chaotic, if I do say so myself. We had a look at the tokenomics and the utility of the token. After that, some statistics. We had a look at Mazari. We had a look at Dune Analytics. It's looking good so far. You know, price prediction here and there. It's okay. $1.30, $1.50. It's looking fairly fine so far. Lastly, I gave you what Collective Shift thinks about this. And as you know, I think um, we do need a bit more utility for the token for it to outperform. And second last, we gave you what Collective Shift thinks about this, what Matt himself thinks about this, what we said in the town hall, as well as what I think myself. I think I generally need more utility in a token for it to be worth a lot more money anyway. And then lastly, I covered some small other potential airdrops that you might be interested in. We do have a giant airdrop and actions page in the Collective Shift platform where we try and uh, detail everything that you might need to know for potential airdrops out there. So if you're an airdrop hunter, that is the place to go and see. So I've got a question for you, my friends. Did you actually get an airdrop? And my next question is, what did you do with that airdrop, right? There's lots of different um, methodologies out there, but for me, I like to subscribe to something very, very simple, okay? There's the one out of one method, the one out of two method, and the three out of three method. Let's have a look at each of them. The one out of one method is your one or zero, right? You either sell it all or you keep it all. You don't want to be involved in the ecosystem anymore, that's fine. You're going to go on to another ecosystem, take your profits, take all of your time, all your dedication and move it away. So that's when you sell it all. Otherwise, you can also keep it all. If you're really interested in the Arbitrum ecosystem, you want to stay there, you don't want to go to any other ecosystem, you keep it all. So that's the one out of one method. The one out of two method, that one is a little bit split where you can decide to sell half of your entire Arbitrum tokens that you did get, try and realize some profit either through USDC or through ETH if you like to uh, get more ETH or hell, try and get more Bitcoin from that, right? So that's one half. And then the other half is to delegate that. You try and be a part of the Arbitrum ecosystem itself. That's if you're interested, right? And then you have the one uh, three out of three method if you can't make up your mind at all. And remember, this is just a very simple guide, right? One, you sell your USDC, you sell it to USDC, you try and realize some actual profits from this gift that's been given to you. Two out of three is where you sell it to Ethereum. You try and accumulate more Ethereum because, hey, you did have to pay a whole bunch of gas fees to actually use the chain to accrue this airdrop, right? Am I right? you had to spend gas fees. So you got to recruit that cost. And lastly, you do still want to be involved in the ecosystem. So like I said, this is just a very generic guide, very general, keep it simple kind of guide. I'm sure you have way more advanced guides out there. You tell me you're probably going to sell when it reaches a certain point, like $2, $3, $4, when it reaches number four in market cap, which is probably not supposed to be there. You'd be like, okay, it's, it's time to sell now. It's time to sell. It's time to get out. It's time to realize some profits. Okay, that's it, my friends. I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much for staying with me on this journey as we have discovered the Arbitrum ecosystem token. Lastly, I'm going to say make sure you do leave a like and subscribe. If you did like the video, help us get a little bit more popular. This is great information that we're chucking out at you. Make sure you leave a like and subscribe. Make a comment down there below for me. And lastly, make sure you check out some of the other videos that are being suggested by Collective Shift, right? We have we work on these videos very much and we try and give you the best information we can out there. So success to you, my friend. See you later.